Hello and welcome along to episode 5 of Craggy Island Rugby. This week we're looking ahead to the clash with Cardiff. Our preview show will include a chat with Lindley McKenzie of the Galway Advertiser, who was over in Glasgow last week to uh, review Connick's first defeat of the season. And also uh, looking ahead to the Cardiff game, we'll be also speaking to Pat Lamb and George Naupu from the Connick Press Conference this week. So lots to get through. Let's have a listen. Lindley McKenzie, it's a Monday here in the sports ground. We're on the Clan Terrace having a quick chat after one of Connick's uh, pitch side press conferences. Things are a little bit better in a better shape than we've probably seen for quite a while at the end of September for a Connick team. And they're going into game four now, actually correct myself, they're going into game five, aren't they, at this stage, and looking pretty much better than I've seen for, for maybe a decade. Would you feel that and, and maybe give people a bit of perspective of, of where you think Connick stand right now going into this Cardiff game? Well, certainly, Rob, the start that Connick have had this season, I, I think, is unprecedented in, in many ways. You'd have to go back a long way before you found three in a row, possibly back at the very early stages yeah. of the Celtic League were first set up. So I think to start off the Celtic, to start off the new league with three in, three in a row for a start, and then to face a Glasgow side, which who are obviously the Scottish Trailblazers and, and would be tipped you know, to, to go on and get the title possibly this season, that it's been um, a fantastic start. And it's obviously, I think, having with Pat Lamb being in for a second year, they're reaping the rewards of that first year under him. Because if you look at any team, even, even Cardiff, who are coming to visit us on Friday, they're going through a little bit of a dodgy start simply under a new coach because things aren't quite working out that way until their systems become in place and, and they get to know each other and they get to gel. And I think we're seeing the benefit of having Pat in there all last season and it's coming to fruition this season. It's funny, you were over in Glasgow and we discussed it ourselves in the press room after speaking to Gregor Townsend earlier last season and you know in the early parts of his stage with Glasgow where we were saying you know he's, he's an interesting perspective on the game, he's very interesting to listen to on the game his team seem to be playing different than other Glasgow teams. For me, they seem to be a year or two further ahead of Connick, but Connick seem to be on a similar path to them because they're not a very high budget team. They've had to really work hard in the defence and now they're starting to play some great rugby going forward as well. I think Glasgow is a slightly different proposition in the sense that they have, um, I think, only one or two of the players who started on Friday night um, were not internationals. So I think in terms of, I think they have a huge squad of some 50 to 50 to 55 players. They have Lions in their team. They have so many internationals. So, but I think in, term, in terms of that, that, that's the major difference between the two, I'd say. But both new coaches, Gregor Townsend and Pat Lamb, have obviously introduced a new style of play. It's a style that they want to see played. And of course, that takes time. To, to, to be able to implement. You talk about style as well, because we, we probably go on too much about Lamb's character building exercise and leadership groups within the team and getting a calmness that he keeps talking about, you know, in processes. And maybe don't focus enough on the style of rugby that Connacht are playing, which is a bit different. I, like Gregor Townsend said on Scottish Radio afterwards, as listening to me, he talked about Connacht are one of these teams that just won't commit to the breakdown. And, you know, we stand that we come away with the ball and we're looking at a wall of 15. Defensively, I've noticed that this year. I don't know whether you've noticed it, that just Connacht seemed to be a little little bit sharper through 9, 10, 12, 14 phases of defence and, and Gregor Townsend notices it as well the last night. Well I think a huge workload has been has, has, has been put into the defence and I think that's where Pat Lamb has talked about that trust. Okay. So he wants his players to trust each other and he said himself there might be one or two players who get out of line, they get over anxious and they make a mistake and that obviously that's when mistakes happen and that's where defensive breaches are made. So I think that, that not committing too many to the breakdown is one of those areas 
areas where you know that if the ball's going to come out quickly and you've got too many and you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and you've got too many committed to the breakdown, that's when the opposition are going to score tries. So the defensive system they've obviously got is one where every person knows exactly where they are supposed to be on the pitch at any given time at any particular type of play. And I think that's one of the reasons as well as why Connett's actually defensive um, defensive area has been very strong this season to date. I noticed you, you put in a good question to Pat Lamb there about, you know, he was talking about some of the errors in the game and some of the, the, the fine lines, you know, Connacht were attacking, looking for maybe, a, well, for a four-try bonus point, possibly get within seven bonus point, it would have taken them within seven and maybe even kept the game in the in balance and then an intercept and they go down the other end and score. So Pat Lamb was kind of talking about fine lines. He was also talking about a forward pass that had there been a TMO might have been picked up. But having said that, you made an interesting point to him, which was that a lot of these intercepts and a lot of these turnovers come from the sheer pressure that Glasgow bring. Maybe give people a bit of a perspective of that from your viewing position and Scott's doing the last day of the kind of pressure they put Connacht under that led to those those tries going against Connacht because it was five tries to three in the end. Well, I think the opening 20 minutes was really all about Glasgow. It, and yeah. we, have to, we have to look at also that Glasgow had the wind. Okay. So Connacht, to be fair, found it very difficult to get out of their own half because the wind was so strong that any kicks into touch were simply just... You know, they were just landing within the within the Connets' own half. Right. So they did find that very difficult. But if you look at Glasgow, the way they play, they're just so relentless. Their offloading is absolutely, uh, you know, um, just so relentless. They're so comfortable with each other. So they're so confident. There's always a player there. They do it at pace. And even if they don't do it at pace, they can be quite deliberate and pedestrian about it. But all of a sudden, once they get that, they can uh, their vision. Once they see they've gotten an overlap somewhere, all of a sudden the pace starts. Mm. And you'll see that from their three quarters line. They will just attack at pace. Now, if that comes wave after wave after wave then obviously you know it does take its toll and I think a couple of those intercepts or the mistakes that Connor made were, 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 were the block down was just a little bit of tardiness I think in this particular occasion okay, yeah. and but that puts possibly tiredness coming again and so I think Glasgow deserved to win the match on the amount of ball that they had on the amount of possession they had and they did dominate this doesn't mean to say that Connor like always, may not have won it if things had possibly gone a little bit differently. We interrupt that interview now for a second just to bring you some audio from the press conference this week. Pat Lamb looking back at a disappointing loss to Glasgow overall, but feeling positive about what was to come against Cardiff. We'll also hear from George Naupo. Pat, uh, first things first, is that, was that a setback last week or how are you going to look upon the first defeat of the season? Yeah, I mean, we were disappointed because it was a game that we, uh, we, we could have won. Mm. Uh, and I know... You know, Glasgow is the um, uh, you know defensive, the strongest defensive team. But when we look back on it, and probably the frustrating thing, there was a lot of effort, and there was, you know, uh, even speaking to Gregor Townsend, that you know we put them under a lot of pressure, and they said it was the, they all said it was the toughest game. But ultimately, we, we two tries came from defensive errors mm-hmm. uh, straight off the set piece. One from a forward pass, one from an intercept, and one from a charge down. So uh, you take those out, and um, you know certainly it's a different game. And um, so everyone was pretty gutted after the game, and we, we went through it. And but um, you know we uh, uh, the same when we been winning the games is we went to the process of saying, well, we didn't get the four points. We have to every week. We know we've got to get as many points, and we, you know, getting four points this way this week is is, is priority. I don't have stats on this or anything, but last season there was a couple of uh, first phase tries conceded off the side of scrums. This is a little bit different to try you conceded over there, but just on that, it, it was something that just hasn't been a problem yet this season. But then the, he went in pretty much untouched. Yeah, exactly. Uh, both. I mean, um, 
you know, we've got a very inexperienced side, you know, mm. out there, and, and there's some learnings that came out of it straight away. Guys put their hands up, they were in the wrong place, um, and, um, you know, and that's why they're down to system errors. So, um, and the same with the, well, both tries, really. We just didn't mark up properly, and then in the second one, they broke our first line. Um, uh, um, guys were late into position, and then our second line of defence was towards their driver. So uh, I can guarantee you now, after the session we had review and then the training we had there, I'd be very surprised if that happens again. In terms of the processes that you speak of, like yeah. at the Cardiff game coming up, you know, people could easily sit back and go, right, you know, Connacht have to win this one. They didn't have to win last week. That kind of talk, that kind of mindset. How do you control that? And do you look at the Cardiff game as a game that you have to win? No, I think it's like every game right from the beginning. Nothing changes. Every week we get an opportunity to get points. We set our, our target for the year and um, and we went into Dragons game. We've got to get points. We've got some. We've got to get some against Edinburgh. We've got to get some against Leinster. We've got to get some against Glasgow. Um, and we didn't get it last week, but it's, nothing changes. It's, we've got to get points this week. But we, I think one of the, the big things is that we, um, the structure and the systems that we went in and the tactics we went in were right and we put them under severe pressure. But um, probably the disappointing thing, you know, as I said before the game, was concerned and no TV, no TMO. No TV because people couldn't see how well, how, how, uh, how well we played. No TMO as I knew that we come down some 50-50 calls. And the, the time they gave the forward pass, you know, we should have been at 17-14 rather than all of a sudden we shoot out to 22-7. Um, and that, that changes the whole dynamics of the game. Uh, 29-21 with about 14 minutes to go, we're right in the game and we get an intercept try. For us, it's just, put, you know, it's going back and say, right, take that off as a learning, and now we go into Cardiff and we, 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 we're confident that, you know, we'll have a game plan that will give us the best chance of winning this game. Finally, the home record, two from two so far. I mean, I suppose home form and a home, good home record is a mindset and it's also momentum, isn't it? Oh, it's massive for us. You know, we, we that was one of our other goals we set out. We really want to um, protect our ground. And... I think the biggest thing is the crowd. I mean, like I said last week, I ordered some new headphones. I've never, ever experienced that sort of noise in this place. And um, if we can replicate that, so then it's a real, it's a real shout out to all our fans if they can uh, get behind us and because it, it will bring us home. Oh, I know that. And the boys have spoken about how how good it was, and and they know we have a responsibility to uh, to, to, to to front up and keep bringing that every week. And, um, but everyone's really excited to get back out there uh, this week in front of the crowd. George, um, big game this weekend. The home record's starting to look good. Two wins from two, and I'm sure the crowd are going to be buzzing now, especially after the Leinster game a couple of weeks ago, even even despite disappointment of last weekend. Yeah, well, it's a good start to the season. Mm. I think that um, you know having that home crowd advantage as well, and especially with the new season, and we've had two seasons under um, this is our second season under Pat's um, coaching. Um, I think that the boys have really gelled, uh, have really connected as, as well as they should, and. Um, you know, we're looking to capitalise on, on a good start and maintain it for the rest of the season. That defeat to Glasgow, it doesn't. I'd say it doesn't feel necessarily like a setback because you were playing such a good side, but at the same time you must be disappointed not to get anything out of it. Yeah, we are disappointed. But um, taking away all the learnings and, and things that we have from a defeat like that, we should be able to um, capitalise or work on the things that we need to work on mm. uh, coming up against Cardiff this weekend. Um, they are a good side as well, so we're, and we are at home, so yeah, we're looking forward to uh, keeping that record. We were just saying going to Glasgow, scoring three tries and being well down on a couple of occasions and getting back into the game, that's probably making teams around the league sit up and say that Connacht aren't going to be easily pushed aside in games now. Yeah, well, we're not the team to sort of give in very easily. You know, We'll go right to the end. Um, we've shown in previous seasons that we can and um, we, we do dig really deep into, um, into each other and have a bit of a heart as well and character of the team. But, um, 
you know, Cardiff, um, Glasgow are a very good team and um, we have played Leinster and Card- uh, Glasgow one and after the other so we sort of know um, the style of play of, of, of those teams but, um, you know, it's, it's a good base for us for where we are in. You know, that's, that's the style of play that we're looking to play as well. Another good base for you is your set-piece play at the moment. You got a penalty try off the scrum last week, but for you at the back of the scrum and, and just in terms of the line-up play as well, it really is giving Connacht a real platform to get some big results, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, the, the biggest thing for us is to make sure that we get our own first um, our set-piece right. Um, mm. If we don't play, have the ball and we don't get our set-piece right, then we can't score tries. But um, any opportunity that we get is, is vital to our cause to uh, making sure we stay on top. Looking forward to this weekend then and, and the Cardiff game and the buzz that's going to be there. Yeah, hopefully um, I'd like to get involved with stuff like that this weekend. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Cardiff are a good side. They're, they're, they're a bit um, behind the eight ball at the moment, but uh, not taking anything away from them. They're very big, big side. They have uh, the uh, British Lions uh, forward pack um, in the front row. So I'm not taking anything away from them. Every game is a hard game for us. So, but, you know, we're at home, so we're looking forward to uh, keeping that uh, record. That's the voice of George Naupu, the Connacht number eight, after the defeat to Glasgow last week and looking ahead to the Cardiff game. Let's get back to our chat with Lindley and some of the other issues that are affecting Connacht rugby and some of the other things she spotted in terms of how this team is developing. This weekend, Cardiff, I mean, it's the kind of game that's going to be tricky. You'll take a one-point win, but it's, it's, it's a really big moment as well for Connacht because it, it, it's, you know, it's been such a good start. It's a, it's a game that's possibly winnable, but they've had a few little errors uncovered now in the last game, probably the first time this season where they'll, they'll have really sat down and gone, wow, we got a good few things wrong. The, the, the wins masqueraded the mistakes in the Dragons and Edinburgh wins, if you example, and maybe even some of the mistakes made against Lancer. So with, with that in mind, what are you expecting from this game this weekend? And, you know, do, do, first of all, do you think Connick can win it? Absolutely. Mm. I have no reason why they, why they can't win it if they, play, if they play the way that they're capable of. I think it, this, is, this is probably in many ways a bigger test than Leinster. No worries, because yeah. you, you are now looking at Connor having won three, they've lost one they've got to get back up to get their win if you think about who they're going to face afterwards I think they've got Treviso away mm-hmm. and possibly Z- La Rochelle then is it? Oh yeah in terms of the league it's yes, Scarlet's terms, and then Zebra and, and, or something and, and, like that yeah. Yeah. so but they could possibly be looking at if, if they can get back on that momentum, they could be looking at six wins from seven, Okay, that would be a fantastic start for Connor's season yeah. so I think in this game, I think Everyone in Connacht Rugby knows the importance of, of, of Friday night's game. It's a very important game in terms of, if you look at the past seasons where you possibly Connacht have had a couple of wins and then they've lost and then they've lost, their heads have gone down and you know they've had a couple of tricky and they've just missed. This team is showing an incredible resilience that they just they won't give up. And it's a confidence that has actually been imbued in the side that that you really see that they, they won't give up. And they do, obviously, as Pat says, they have got a few calmer heads, more experienced heads, hmm. that they won't panic anymore. Now, we've seen them panic against teams like Saracens last year and things just get on top of them and they lose the, the game plan, so to speak. But I think this season you are seeing a greater um, experience um, within even the youngsters. Let's face it, we have a few youngsters out there that, you know, they're only in their 20s, but they're actually quite experienced at this mm. stage. They've been playing for several seasons now. And apart from that, you also have the other experienced players like the John Muldoons, the Nathan Whites. You know, a lot of the forward pack are experienced, even if some of them are quite young. And I think they're just a lot more confident in their own ability now that they don't have to start panicking, that if they just stick to their game plan stay calm about it, that eventually, eventually, you know, they could possibly get the points, get the win. 
It's funny because that was going to be my last question, but I'm going to change it now, which was what do you see the difference between this side at the moment and maybe last season and other season? But you've answered that in, in, in the air. But the, the other question is, isn't it an exciting time when you see the likes of Dara Leader settle in so quickly and you see these young players, you know, even Shane Layden just coming in and then being out, but he'll come back in again. Like in terms of the young talent that's in the province, I'm thinking of Sean O'Brien, I'm thinking of Kieran Gaffney kicking a last minute drop goal for Goweedians the last day. You know, like we as, as as observers watching them on probably wouldn't have any fear with anyone being put in because you kind of trust the system right now if, if the guy's gone through an Irish under 20 set up and if he's in training with Pat Lamb and that's probably probably part of it as well there's, there's probably not necessarily that some of the parts are, are much different than maybe other teams in the past but there's just some sort of core leadership element to the team that's allowing young players to develop and flourish in it do you agree? Well I also think you have to look back a few years ago yeah. um, under the likes of Eric Alwood yeah. and particularly with Nigel Carolyn academy where there was an under 20 side that that had absolutely and you had um quite a few of the connor players were on i think eric and dan's under 20 yes winners as well now that's obviously breeds huge confidence so it's no longer a a, a connor under connor youngsters are no longer coming in as real rookies they're actually coming in with a young um ambitious approach and they have confidence a lot more confidence possibly than what players had you know 20 years ago coming into the setup they've also been the academy is obviously an extremely professional academy run under Nigel and they're getting every single let's say positive um, help that they can get to improving their rugby improving their lifestyle both holistically and their rugby so they're actually much more confident in that sense as Mm. people all around people and I think as well under Pat since he introduced the academy training with the senior players that that's obviously given them a huge boost because it's not say a young player coming in being landed onto a Connet senior side yep. and being scared of all these and being overawed, they've actually trained with them. That's it for this week. Thanks to Lindley McKenzie. You can read her articles in the Galway Advertiser, where she's sports editor. You can also read her articles in the Irish Times, where she's the Connacht Rugby correspondent. Next week, we'll have a review of the Cardiff game. They'll be coming out on Saturday morning, hopefully all going well. And who knows, Connacht may well have four wins from five or they may well be looking at two defeats in a row. Lots of questions to be answered on Friday night.